G'day, lads. Hey. Welcome back. Hey, boys. What's been going on? Just been uh, scrolling through my social media. Yeah. Doom, yeah. doom scrolling. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about social media today, aren't we? Yeah. Sure are, yeah. Just the um, myriad of issues it brings up. What's especially especially for middle aged men like ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, but we, you've got to you've got to have some concept of what's going on. Especially we've all got young kids, all sort of at different ages, and it's really it, it's it's a major issue for them. I, I don't know if they see it that way, but it's a, maybe it's a major issue for us and just knowing what's going on behind the scenes and sort of the algorithms and. Yeah. The amount of time that they spend on it. And, and not just kids, us as well, I suppose. Yeah, well, that whole algorithm um, setup is to make it addictive, isn't oh, it? No doubt about it. Just, they, they, um, they've said, yeah. and you know it is. Yeah, and, and they do a good job of it. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 Like kids on TikTok. Yeah. Bloody hell. Like it's yeah, that, that TikTok is, that's brainwashing shit, oh, isn't it? Like, yeah. I, I, I read somewhere that the Chinese um, TikTok version is only all the uh, kids see on that is Chinese kids doing um, like science experiments. It's like academic and sporting achievements. Academic sporting achievements and yeah. stuff like that. Yep. And now the shit that they put on the Western TikTok <sighs> is totally yeah. different. You've got <laughs> all shit. transgender people calling out stuff. You've got people doing stupid things like somersaults with a ping pong ball in the mouth or something like that or Tre- trending yeah light and dances out of your butthole yeah, and shit. <laughs> stupid it is stupid. brain dead brain dead <laughs> shit you know and talk about dumbing down a society and and yep. and getting them prepared for zombie land mm. man have a look at tiktok i don't have I've, i can't i don't use tiktok wouldn't know how to mm. But I just know my my teenage kids sit there and they're just swiping through shit, scrolling through. Yeah. yeah, I think going back to the Chinese thing, I think they also limit um, the amount of time that kids can spend on it. Yeah, I, I think t- there physically is like a. Don't they shut down the internet at it ten shuts, o'clock or something? Shuts oh, down I don't know. at I, night. Yeah, I, like nine or ten o'clock or something. And I think there's also a time limit on it, so they've at least got some, you know. So they're moderating like content and also their access to it. Whereas yeah. in the West, I don't think we're moderating anything. It's just. No, <laughs> how much stupid shit can you watch, and how long can you keep your eyes open? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, yeah. how long will your phone battery last? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a convenience to life, isn't it? All this technology stuff, you know, but it gives us this state of perpetual distraction. Yeah, like I do some teaching, adult and kid teaching, and okay, okay, everyone, it's time for a break. And the first thing everyone does, there's a classroom of twenty people. Phone out. Nobody talks. When, it's not. It's 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 really odd phenomenon. Yeah. Like you can't. I can't have any downtime where I'm not doing anything or just sitting there or converse with someone. Yeah. Same on. If you catch public transport, you go on the train in the morning to your job. Ninety eight percent of people are on their phone. Yeah, yeah. It's great. No, oh, maybe a few people are reading a book. But yeah, some people just, do the paper, wouldn't they? But the vast majority of people. Yeah, it, just the distraction, you know, it's it's crazy. And if, if you look at sort of the distraction on driving your car, I, look, I read a figure that 46% of car crashes these days are related to distractions from mobile phones. Yeah. Mm. And that's coming from, I think, a Queensland, um, web, I think it was a Queensland government website or something. Yeah, yeah right. but Interesting. Yeah, we've lost that. We've lost that primal ancestral man downtime of in the af- well in the evening sitting down by the fire, yeah. conversing with your community. The community is now online, and if you don't like what someone's saying, you can just give them shit. Yeah, you can rip into people, and the bullying and harassment online is well, absolutely it's, phenomenal. It's seen rise to the the keyboard warrior, hasn't definitely. It? It's been, yeah. Yeah, you can these, hide behind. Yeah, you can hide behind an anonymity. Yeah. On social media, and Such I sometimes cowardice. sometimes think about the whole the two words social media. You know, so it's a medium for us to be more social, but in in its in its aim to do that, it's made us less social. You know, mm. like in what you were just saying, yeah. that people not conversing or talking like we used to talk. You know, 
to a husband and wife sitting on the lounge watching telly on their phones, not talking yeah. to each other. Fucking but text each other when you sit next to them. <laughs> text the kids. Text the kids in the back room to come out and you know. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. It's um. But you know, it did it did start off you know from a positive point. I'd Social media started off as a um. Yeah, and it, yeah. Face, yeah, Facebook started as a way to rate chicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's yeah. how Zuckerberg or he yeah. stole it off his mate. But, yeah, you know, they were rating people in college. So yeah. Fucking hell, come on. Yeah. You know. I mean, the, the the intention of it all was quite innocent, I guess. Uh, and then it all started. <laughs> Apart from judging people on how they look and giving them a score <laughs> yeah. out of 10 yeah. and then sending it around your college. Ruining some yeah. self-conscious <laughs> chick's yeah. life because yeah. she got a four. You're a two. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, there you say, mate. Good point. There's the birth of the keyboard warrior. That's two nerds who can't talk to chicks or can't yep. can't get laid have to go on their computers to exactly. rate chicks' boobs and shit like that. <laughs> You're yeah, a 10. Being anon- You're a anonymous. Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but hey, look, Zuckerberg, he's well, he's laughing all the way to the bank now, isn't he? Well, you know, man, there's a lot of head um, to Epstein Island, and yeah, well, there's a lot <laughs> of shit that's come out about Facebook and well, Meta yeah. now that nowadays, isn't there? And, yeah. and what's been found out? I mean, he's even admitted that the FBI um, have had regular meetings with with uh, mm. Facebook, yeah, um, mm. in regards to you know. Um, like a, a censoring or, or removing um, or deplatforming certain people or, or yep. presidential sort of campaigners. Anything misinformation, whatever Mis- they've whatever they've said is misinformation, and the FBI have come in and said, "Okay, you need to quell this." Mm. Just say that that's misinformation. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 we'll do that. Yeah, it, it was a, a big one. Was the the Hunter laptop? Um, oh Hunter yeah, Biden laptop yeah. thing. Uh, where the just FBI came in and said, "Look, you're going to you need to keep that under wraps. Yeah, yep. you're just going to have to deem, term that Russian propaganda. Yeah, you know. And it's come out. We all know now that Hunter Biden's laptop was rife full of, uh, fuck whatever, you know, <laughs> uh, corrupt dealings, dealings with, with the Ukraine, Ukraine dealings government, with Chinese yeah. government, and, and lot, a lot of money exchanging, drugs, bank accounts, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but yeah. hey." Russian well, propaganda. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's a, it's funny, isn't it? Because that's their platform, right? And I know everyone's big on free speech, but it's their platform. They can do what they want with it. And w- as consumers, we need to be the ones going, well, that's not fair. Let's leave. Yeah. But nobody's doing that, are they? Like, you need to go, I haven't had, oh, what's a lie? I have, face, I have a Facebook account, but I haven't used it for probably eight Eight years or so, like yeah. you, but you've you almost need to have it to sort of log into some stuff and you know whatever. Well, well it never goes away either, does it? Nah. Once you have that Facebook account, you can kind of like uh, stop using it and deactivate it, but it's still floating around somewhere there because I don't think you own the content, do you? Once you, it's it's still there. It's still so there. if if you yeah. if you make a comment on something, and I've made a if I've made a comment on something from ten years ago, oh, that never goes away. No, it ca- it it says um, even if you delete your account, it says something like unknown user, or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still out there. But, the, it, you know, I mean, their their platform, they can do what they want. If they, they, I reckon, if they say that's misinformation, well, even if you know it's not, well, okay, I don't like that, I leave. If they have people leave in millions, I don't know how many users they've got, but if people are upset with what they're doing, leave. Oh, they're censoring everything. We can't get our information out there. Well, if you don't like it, leave it. Yeah. Is, my, is my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ultimately you want a platform that has the ability to have some free speech on it. But they developed it. If you don't like it. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I reckon they've got more of a responsibility than that. I think, you know, they're, Maybe you're they're, right. They're, they're, they're um, a soapbox, you know, in the, in the old school we used to be our stand the town up square, on, yeah. town square and, yeah. and, and speak out a message. That That's them now. So they... Yeah. They do have a responsibility to uphold free speech, I reckon. They can't just deem one thing as misinformation uh, and something else and, not. And may, maybe they're pushing their agenda and they're not, you know, they'll, they'll highlight this and they'll put that in people's reels or whatever yeah. and they're not getting the information from the other side. Oh, yeah, I get Well, it's I now get evident that. now that those um, social media uh, platforms have been infiltrated and are now being weaponized. Yeah, yeah. You know, they are being now infiltrated by um, political parties, um, certain agendas push through th- these things, and they're mm. being told or, or whatever to to um, 
to adhere to those. I do think they have a responsibility. Yeah. But yeah. I know what you're saying. I mean, you, you, like you said in a couple of podcasts before, talk with your dollar or, or yeah. talk with your feet, whatever, walk away from you it. You don't like it, leave it. But, but and that's half the problem, isn't it? Most people love it, use it all the time. Yeah. That's where they get their news. And then, I, I like what you're saying there, maybe they have the responsibility to show both sides of everything. Yeah. Because you know, that's that's where people are going to get their information. And yeah. if they're thinking, well, this is it, that's what they're thinking is is the, you look at the, all the stuff we've talked about is influenced by social media, you know. Mm. You know, the, the food pyramid, saturated fat is bad, vegetable oils are good, you know, that kind of thing all comes from that, all stems from that. Yeah. Well, oh. yeah, we've got this thing now where you can label something uh, like disinformation or misinformation mm. and then... You can just kill it in the water, can't you? Like, yeah. Like if there's any narrative that you don't like, just be like, oh, you're you're, you're an, an anti something, anti vax, you're anti, right wing, you know, anti- far, you're a far right conspiracy theorist. Yeah, whoa, and, you, whoa, and you can okay. kill it. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a funny one. But yeah. like, what are the options? Like there aren't that many good, yeah, sort of uh, free speech platforms out there. I guess no. Maybe Elon Musk is trying to do it with with Twitter. Yeah, but I I, I don't know whether that's what it seems to be or not, it's it's hard to tell. It's sort of still early days. Yeah. Obviously, released a lot of really interesting information about yeah. some of the oh man, uh, that's control been, that some of the agencies have had the over Twitter it. files. Mm. Twitter files, that's so interesting. Hey, yeah. and I, I think good on him. Yeah, because like you said, um, they they can do what they want with it. Yep, that's a, an example of it. He he's now allowing people back on Twitter to speak whatever they want to speak. Well, did, did you but see the number? He's not letting everyone back on. There's still some that he goes, oh, I'm not going to let you on. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's not the full Wild West. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know if any, any of you guys or the listeners have heard of uh, David Icke. He's an old school. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah let's, call him, let's call him conspiracy theorist just yeah. because that's what everyone calls him. Uh, he's just got some alternative ideas, but he speaks about, obviously, aliens and all sorts of other things. He's not quite Alex Jones. But uh, he's, he's not quite Alex Jones. <laughs> he's like the British version. Of, you <laughs> yeah. know, he's probably pretty close. <laughs> Um, I quite like some of the recent stuff that he speaks about, but yeah. anyway, he's not allowed back on Twitter, for example. Yeah, right. Um, so it's not fully just like anyone come, you can all have an account. Mm. There is still some moderation going on there, but I think a lot less. That numbers have gone up since. Isn't it, isn't it funny? Because a lot of the far left sort of people were so outraged, like, oh, I'm done with Twitter. I'm you left. know, this is becoming a far right, you know, alt right uh, place for people to come and speak. I'm done. But yet their numbers are growing. Yeah. So is that the people speaking and going? Well, we that, do we do want to have something that's less moderated and less controlled. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. You know, people are voting with their dollar. Very, exactly. So yeah. if you know, we'll get back on Twitter because now we can get the information we want, and yeah. people aren't censored and say what I want. And mm. yeah, yeah, good on him. I, yeah. I, I've um, I don't use Twitter a lot. I used to just use it for uh, a surf report, but <laughs> I've, I have uh, deleted yeah. it before. But now I've gone back onto it. Yeah, only see, only just to show a little bit of support for yeah. Elon Musk. Um, I don't use Facebook uh, a great deal. I don't I don't really know how to use it. I don't post anything on yeah. from my life onto social media. I just think no. that's my life, and other people. I don't know why they'd be interested in what I'm having for breakfast or whatever, you know, yeah, yeah. That's what, what my kids are doing. Yeah, I did the same mm. thing. I stopped I stopped posting anything. I have Instagram, but I stopped posting on Instagram in probably 2018 or 19. I'm posting all these things. I'm like, who, who, who cares what I'm doing? <laughs> yeah. Who wants to know what I'm doing? Good punnet of strawberries today. I'm going to get a <laughs> shot of these. <laughs> I got a nice shot of my luck. I can... I can tell it's a, a shot of Esperance, you know, the beautiful white sandy beaches. Everyone's been here. Who gives a shit what mm. I'm doing? Like, why, mm. why would any? Oh, look at Chris. Chris is it? He's you, in Esperance. You're look living your best life. That's what you were doing. Well, that's the th- and we've yeah. talked about this before. <laughs> is yeah, I was showing everyone. Look at me. Yeah, I'm in Esperance. Look at me go. Yeah. You know, look at look at me. I'm in Esperance, and you're in your little cubicle yeah, in the office, stuck in work. Yeah. I bet you were. Work. Bet you were strolling along the beach at sunset in a white linen shirt, holding hands <laughs> with your wife, and your kids were Un- all dressed up and unbuttoned, yeah, fucking a few butterflies <laughs> yeah. in the background or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> now they're riding horses. Yeah, they're yeah, riding horses oh, on yeah. The beach. yeah. yeah. Chris was serenading her with a guitar <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on horseback, shirtless. That's living your best life. Yeah, living your best nice. life. Yeah. You definitely would have been eating tropical fruits. Oh, yeah. 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 But those Twitter files, um, they've shown a lot of uh, 
collusion and corruption with the FBI mm. and the Department of Justice in the US. Yeah. Um, to the point that they've been found to uh, been censi- censuring conservative politicians, uh, influencing federal elections. So anything mm. that they don't really want a conservative sort of um, speaker uh, speaking out on, on, on that platform, they, they censor it. Which is... This is a big problem, isn't it? But do you think that's been happening forever? Uh, I mean, newspapers and stuff would have been doing it, but mm. I think the reach yeah. now is a lot greater with social yeah. media, isn't it? Because everyone oh, seems no to be doubt much about more it, yeah. glued to it and it's a much more 24-hour-a-day thing yeah. Um, yeah. when it's your phone. And like, maybe yeah. the, maybe now, like you were talking about before, the responsibility of... Now they have much more influence. Well, yeah. I heard a statistic, you know, I, uh, an internal communication from um, Facebook that somehow got released and they were under the impression internally that they could... Uh, modify the results of 25% of the world's elections. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Through, just through, just what, through influence? Through what Rue was talking about, through, you know, maybe putting something up in the thing, something down, you know, giving someone a voice, removing someone's voice, whatever. Yep. Even just things like... Um, well, they, they were involved in the, um, the Brazilian election, so they influenced exposure of the left-wing candidate uh, and re- removed anything from the other guy yeah. um, in, the, in the recent Brazilian election. Yep. Even things because human beings are funny creatures and even things like uh, just giving people the perception that some party is going to win by a landslide will often change people's behaviour around yeah. how they're going to vote and things like, oh, yeah. it's hopeless, you know. Yep. The left are going to win by, you know, three to one or whatever. Oh, fuck, I won't even bother going out to vote or, or whatever it might be. So you, on that point there, Smithy, so with, uh, the, with Twitter um, removing any information relating to that Hunter Biden laptop uh, mm thing leading up to the 2020 election would american voters have voted for biden that i mean yeah you know if they had known that information beforehand which everyone seems to know now he's pretty much legit it's still not spoken about much though is it really no it never got no. the airtime that you would expect given oh, that no. he is the son of the american president and it's exactly showing all right. this extremely dodgy financial yeah. behavior and he's obviously got his history with with drugs a separate issue and it probably yeah. doesn't influence things as much but yeah, wow, that probably should have been like really big news. Yeah. And uh, kind of wasn't. No. Oh, wow. Maybe on the, you know, fingers in the air, alt-right channels yeah. or whatever, people were talking about it a bit more. But yeah. But is it alt-right? Well, no, that's just probably another, right. another, you another name, isn't it? Like, alt-right is pretty bad. I mean... Looking, <laughs> looking, at, looking at previous parties that were alt-right, they're, they're bad... They're bad dudes. Yeah, well, you know, is alt-right like uh, the Ku Klux Klan? Or is yeah, it, that's um, what I mean. Or is it someone yeah. that just Nazis, believes that they should yeah. have uh, <laughs> some freedom in their life? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The two have gotten blurred now. Like, Definitely. Because you can just put a label on it. You're either full, you know, full alt-left, let's yeah. call them, which is now normal. Yeah. I think they've I think they've done a backflip. I think your, your, your previous freedom-loving Democrat uh, liberal has now become the more sort of uh, law-enforcing, uh, lockdown-enforcing sort of... Uh, yeah, all these social sort of things. Yeah, whereas the on the right, they've now become more the... We're all about freedom and and, and, um, and bucking against the, the narrative and stuff like that, you know? It seems yeah. to have done a flip. Well, you're right, because in the 60s, all the, the hippies, you know, free speech, free love... But they were, we're lefties. left, yeah, um, and now that same, those same people, I assume, have sort of been infiltrated, and now, yeah, well, now they're yeah. all for taking all our freedoms away in the name of political correctness or the environmental agenda or whatever it may be. Yeah, well, you look at it in the in the states with the more left leaning uh, states in in America. They are more your um, restrictive. You're, you're more during COVID. You're oh, more lockdown states. Look at California and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They're, they're still Crazy. mandating vaccines and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And that was another thing that Twitter was found upon with these Twitter files was that they were discrediting medical professionals um, during COVID and any information uh, relating to alternative treatments they mm. were removing. So, you know, your ivermectin and your hydro- hydroxychloroquine, which are now even coming out now, people are accepting the fact that they are effective as treatments. They were being censored. They were, anyone that mentioned yep. that was being deplatformed um and and removed yeah they were they were known to falsify covid deaths as well like social media um platforms particularly on twitter um and and i just i I was reading this um you know so matt taibbi he's one of the the um, substack uh 
one of the journos that Elon Musk has allocated, I think he's allocated three major journos to go through all the, the files mm. and that sort of thing and, and, and provide the information. He, he discovered that Pfizer ordered Twitter to censor and suppress any evidence or uh, info about vaccine ordered injuries them. or deaths. That's a scary sentence, isn't it? How Pfizer does, how does ordered Pfizer Twitter. order anyone? Yeah. yeah, hang on a second. Well, mate, if there's money exchanging this, this is a pharmaceutical yeah. company that works for profit. This is not like even the US government or something, and you sort of go, well, maybe they've got some reason for it. This is a pharmaceutical company that works for money. Yeah. They didn't release that for the good of mankind. They released it because they made bloody billions or trillions or whatever of dollars off it. So you yeah. go, hang on a second. Yeah. This is a bit sketchy. Yeah, yeah it's, it was interesting. I think there's a lot more to come from from the exposure of those Twitter files. Mm. I think, I think, like you said there, we didn't hear much about, um, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop thing. But I think in the background that will start to come to the fore. I think there'll be there'll be um charges, criminal charges laid and to certain people. Mm. Do you think so? I think so. Mm. I, I think they'll and it'll go through the the justice system, which often takes a long time, but I think that will that will happen. It'll probably just get dragged out so that when it does happen it's not such a political inconvenience because, you know, maybe the second term of the US elections has already been sorted out or yeah, you know whatever it may be, and the the ramifications are a lot less. Yeah, you know than during an active election or yeah, whatever the case may be. Yeah, there's yeah. there's just there's misinformation everywhere. There's misinformation on both sides. You know, mate, this this term misinformation and disinformation. Yeah, well, you never heard of it. I know. five years ago. Yeah, it's very well, powerful. It is. Yeah, it's very powerful. Yeah, it's very discrediting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's misinformation. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I've been infiltrated. But, but also the th- also the things that get around and get viral and, you know, that people distribute on both sides of, let's call it left and right, you know, there's there's things of, oh, look at this death from from the vaccine and then you find out that that person was never real. Or, oh, you know, well, that's those, the thing. Like, there is obviously lies on both sides, yeah, isn't there? Like, yeah, there is misinformation. It's really hard to discern what is the correct answer yeah. yes or you know what is actually fact and what's not and is that by design do you think like they just want us to be so confused that we just throw our hands up in definitely the air and go, yeah oh, i just well, can't do, you know I whatever i just want to live my life you know yeah there was that one um that brett weinstein stein and um joe rogan were talking about it was a tweet that someone put out and then you know people yeah. realized oh that that tweet's got way too many characters in it that's mm. not actually real and they went oh shit because yeah. I talked about it for 15 yeah, minutes on his out. podcast and, yeah. you know, what just that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember um, that one. Yeah, something about a teacher or something. I think it was, I don't know. I can't remember mm. what the actual thing was, but, you know, that um, even the whole, even, you know, the 24-hour news cycle where everything has to be in the news and everything, social media perpetuates that kind of, um, you almost get PTSD from the news, you know. Like, I don't want anyone... It's what my kids watching. It's scary, man. We don't watch the news, and <sighs> it's just so much easier for your happiness. And maybe I don't know about every landslide that happens in you know <laughs> fucking Bolivia or yeah. whatever. I don't have the latest information on the Ukraine Russia war. Um, who cares? Yeah, you know, yeah. I know, I know what I need to know. Yeah, and and how can you influence that, yeah. or how can you? But people, you know, caught up in that, and there's social media that runs this. You know, you're not getting any context. There's no bigger picture. You, you're not getting all the facts. Sometimes it's one side. It depends what news out you're, you're watching or where you're getting your stuff from. It's just, it's it's a minefield. Yeah. Did you guys um see that uh, clip of Elon Musk and the BBC uh, journalist? Yeah, where he tried to grill him about like um tried to make the guy back up like his assertions. Yeah. So this this guy is attacking Elon Musk that hate speech, whatever, this is another term that's just popped up yeah. in the last five so years, hate speech has increased since he took over Twitter. Mm. And so Elon, um, do you want to play it? It's on every other social yeah, media it, thing. Yeah. So yeah, it, go goes, it goes for five yeah. minutes. And it's quite a really, really um, accurate display of how journalism or, or, or some media outlets Try sensationalize to everything. Sensationalize yeah. everything. Make a um, make a crisis out of something. Hype Click, it all clickbait. up. Clickbait. Clickbait. And then he just That's gets totally exposed by just some down to earth. Show me the evidence. Show me. 
questions. Yeah, yeah. Would it be better for me to play it in here or click uh, connect it? Um, go through go through your mic. Okay, we'll give it a go. Give it a go. This is new. Yeah, <laughs> this is new for the modern ancestral man. We, we're given. Sorry, we're giving social media shit. <laughs> we're just okay, gonna, we are using it. We are using yeah. it, playing it. Well, I mean, social media is incredibly handy as well. Oh, I, I don't think any of us are debating that like social media shouldn't exist. Yeah. I think we're just a couple of tweaks away from getting it right where yeah. we have balance. Yeah. It's so super it's, convenient, uh, right? Super convenient. Well, uh, you don't like to say things you don't like. Otherwise, it's irrelevant. Um, and if at the point at which you lose uh, free speech, uh, it doesn't come back. I, th- I think the issue some people have is that a lot of people were brought back. I mean, some people were brought back who uh, were previously banned for spreading things like uh, QAnon conspiracies. You have people like Andrew Tate who were brought back who were previously uh, banned for things like hate speech. Do you think you prioritise freedom of speech over misinformation and hate speech? Well, you know, who's to say that something is misinformation? Um, who is the arbiter of that? Is it the BBC? Yeah, you're literally asking me. Yes. Well, no, you, you, are, the, the you are the arbiter on Twitter because you own Twitter. Yes, I'm saying who, who is to say that one person's misinformation is another person's information? Um, at the point at which you, you say that there is, uh, this is misinformation. Like, who is but going you, but you to decide that? you accept that misinformation can be dangerous, that it can cause yes. real-world harms, that it can... Potentially cause um, yeah. So the point I'm trying to make is that the BBC itself has, at times, published things that are false. Do you agree that that has occurred? I, I, I I'm quite sure the BBC have uh, said things before that turn out to not be true. Correct. In, in its whatever it is, hundred year history, I'm quite yes. sure. Yes. Even if you aspire to be accurate, there are times when it will, you you will not be. We've spoken to people very recently who were involved in moderation and they just say they just there's not enough people to police this stuff particularly around um particularly around hate speech um in the company what hate speech are you talking about i mean you use twitter right do you see a rise in hate speech i mean just a personal anecdote like what do you do i don't personally my uh for you i would see i get i get more of that kind of content yeah personally but i'm not going to talk to talk to the rest of for for the rest of twitter you see more hate speech personally I would say I would see more hateful content in that. In that content way. you don't like or or hateful. What do you mean to describe a hateful thing? Yeah, I mean you know just content that will solicit a, a reaction, something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist. Those kinds of those kinds of things. So you think if I, something is slightly sexist, it should be banned? I, no, is I'm that not, what you're saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm well, saying. I'm just curious. What you, I'm, just, I'm trying to understand what you mean by hateful con- content. I'm asking for specific examples, um, and if and you just said that if something is slightly sexist, that's hateful content. Does that mean that it should be banned? Well, you've asked me. You've asked me whether my feed, whether it's got less or more. It, I'd say it's got slightly more. That's why I'm asking for examples. Can, right. you, can you name one example? I, I honestly don't. You honestly, I you don't. You can't name I, a single example. I'll tell you why. Because I don't actually use that for you feed anymore because I, I just don't particularly like it. You actually, a lot, of people, a lot of people are quite similar. I, 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 only, well, I only look well, at my, my followers. You said you've seen more hateful content, but you can't name a single example, not even one. I'm not sure I've used that feed for the last three or four weeks. And I, well, I, then I how did you see the hateful content? content? Because I've been, I've, been using, I've been using Twitter since you've taken it over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have at some point seen the you, for you hateful content. I'm asking for one example. Right. And you I, can't I, give a single I, one. And, 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 and I'm saying... I, then I, I say, sir, that you don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yes, because you can't give me a single example of hateful con- content, not even one tweet, and yet you claimed that the hateful content was high. Well, that's a false. No, what I claimed... You just lied. What, no, no, what I claimed was uh, there are many uh, organizations that say that that kind of information is on the rise. Now, whether, whether it has a my feed or example. not... I mean, I, right, and Literally if you, you look at something one. like the, the uh, Strategic Dialogue uh, Institute in the, in the UK, they will say that. So they, Look, people will say all sorts of nonsense. I'm literally asking for a right. single example, and you can't name one. Right, and as, as I've already said, I don't use that feed. But let's, well, then how would you know? That I don't you, think this is getting anywhere. You literally said you experienced more hateful content and then couldn't name a single example. Right, and as I said, I, That's haven't, absurd. I, haven't, I haven't actually looked at that feed. I then how would you know this hateful content? Because I'm saying... That's what I saw a few weeks ago. I can't give you an exact example. Let's move on. We, have, we only have a certain amount of time. Um, well, COVID misinformation. 
You've changed the COVID misinformation. Has BBC changed its COVID misinformation? The BBC does not set the rules on Twitter, so I'm asking you. No, I'm talking about the BBC's misinformation about COVID. I'm, I'm, I'm literally has asking you about, you changed the labels, the COVID misinformation labels. There used to be a policy, and then it then disappeared. Why do that? Look, COVID is no longer an issue. Does the BBC hold itself at all responsible for misinformation regarding masking and side effects of vaccinations and not reporting on that at all? And what about the fact that the BBC was put under pressure by the British government to change its editorial policy? Are you aware of that? This is, a, this is not an interview about the BBC. Oh, so. you thought it wasn't? <laughs> and this, I see now why you've done Twitter Spaces. I am not a representative of the BBC's editorial policy. I want to make that clear. Let's talk about something else. You want I'm to talk about the BBC? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, a, what, a, what, a, what a massive back down. Yeah. But first, he starts off with hate speech, This this really... Strong term, yeah. which I don't even know what it means. Um, then he goes down to saying like it's uh, oh hateful content. But then it's something that's um, something that solicits slightly. a reaction, yeah. or then mm. it's slightly something. Yeah, you know. And he just backs down to the point where he's just got nothing. Mm. It was yeah, very interesting on it. Mm. It's uh, <laughs> we're seeing that as a society, though, aren't we? Like people are very easily offended these days. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's offensive. Yeah. It's like now if someone just says something that you disagree with. Just anything that can be offensive to you. Yeah. But it's what's like, well, a f- well, don't be offended. Be inquisitive. Yeah. And look into the person's point of view and go, oh, maybe they got a point. I don't know. Maybe they don't. What What is offensive? Yeah, well, what is offensive? Yeah. So what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's offensive. Well, before uh, you, you used to be able to criticise someone, you used to be able to yeah. give them critical uh, critique. You used to, well, well, you could debate with people, couldn't you? Yeah. 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 You could give them... You could criticise them, whether that be good or bad. Yeah. Um, and people would deal with it. People, I think people had a bit more resilience, mm. um, like with debating. Um, well, now, like, if there's a scientific uh, topic and there's, like, a narrative that most people follow, if someone comes with some alternative points of view, it's not a debate. It's just like, we've got a science, this guy. He's got misinformation. Mm. Yeah. So, well, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't, because science changes all the time. Well, that was like that interview there. They had their long-held belief of COVID and couldn't couldn't correct or couldn't go back on what they'd already said. Mm. You know, it's like they you get set in one area and that because they pushed that for so long, because you've got this 24-hour news cycle, we've got these numbers coming in, we can't change that. Same with some of the, you know, old outdated stuff about nutrition you know yeah we learned that that's what we learned things can't change so we got to stick with that that mm. bbc one is the same mm. they they things have changed they haven't really come back and gone we're still pushing that that one there and that there was sort of some clickbait trying to get him to slip up and get a yeah. 10 second 15 second grab and go look what we did to elon and and then mm. put that out there and everyone goes oh sh- we better we better look at that bbc Click. demolishes elon musk's yeah. twitter yeah. yeah and then if you whereas the reverse has happened that that click that um uh, interview has had so many hits on yeah. it that's been people, quite a viral yeah. video hasn't it yeah we well, yeah. look at jordan peterson that's happened to him a lot yeah. you know we've got these long form podcasts that you can get on and talk for 3 hours and get your point of view across and yep. you know rogan's really good at it some others, uh, Peterson says something, they grab 10 seconds of it and say, look at this guy, he's sexist, he's racist, he's whatever it is, he, you know, he's yeah. anti this, he's anti that. You, you go, well, watch, well, listen to his whole interview, get the three hours. I mean, they do it to everyone. They yeah. did it to Pete Evans, they do it to yeah. anyone they want to discredit. They take a 10-second grab and go, listen to this. Oh, Pete Evans says you should look directly in the sun. Yeah. Well, that's not what happened. It was, you know, or and whatever that, it is. And mate, that that I think uh, a lot of people become sceptical of social media during mm. the, during COVID because there were a lot of uh, there were s- social media platforms uh, censoring uh, or or discontinuing the accounts of 
of specialised people. So leading world virologists and epidemiologists and... Nobel Prize winners. Nobel Prize winners were being... Conspiracy theorists. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so why would you, why would you de-platform these people um, yeah. who know their field of expertise and they're offering a, a, a different opinion maybe than the mainstream, but why not listen to them and think, okay, these people know what they're talking about. I'm going to listen to them. Yeah, and see if that if that resonates with me. If it doesn't, I'll discard it. Yeah, you know, you treat information like a like a flower sieve. You know, some shit you just let go through um, the sieve, and some shit that you sort of resonate with, and you and you think is worthwhile for your well being, education, whatever. You, you look keep, into it a bit more you and look research into it. A bit more, it and yeah. Research it and keep it. But yeah. to to deplatform these specialized people. I mean, I've got mates that still um, won't listen to Peter McCullough. Mm. who's a, a, a world-renowned doctor, you mm. know, and, and I've tried to get them to listen to some of his, their stuff. I oh, know what, what, you know, he's been, you know, I've Googled him and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's another thing, Google. I mean, Google yeah. has changed, Google changed the definition of a vaccine or um, during the COVID period to suit the new um, state of vaccine um, effectiveness. You know, so yep. a vaccine wasn't, was, I think, you could you can look at look it up. There's a a pre twenty twenty um, definition of, of of vaccine, and there's a, a new one mm. um, which was changed. So for Google to do that, and and I guess also what's that one uh, Wikipedia that that there is just so corrupt, isn't it? I mean, people can go on there and just change you information. You can just go and change yeah. it, yeah. Really and they don't annoying. really know who's in control of that and who's actually is that right? Giving a lot of that information, yeah. That's mm. a big rabbit hole of like. Where does all this stuff come from? Does it come from some source that's funded that has an agenda or? Yeah. Well, I can get on and we could be, not me, but but someone can. It will frequently just change back again. Oh, is that right? Do you know what I mean? Like you can't just go and alter it and it will just stay like that. Yeah, right. There's there's a lot of conjecture about who's sort of at the reins and everyone's like, oh. Yeah. You could go on there and set up an account for Chris Jones and say, Chris Jones is a world uh, champion. World champion. Uh, Some say the best guy ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well endowed. Yeah, well. (laughs) Sexual beast. Real stud. So all facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, appeared in the 1980s porn show. uh, All around nice guy, extremely high intellect. Yeah, Yeah, you could. Yeah, but even even you're talking about COVID and you look at, because I went also down the rabbit hole of, digital use and technology and what it does to us physically and the increase of digital usage during COVID. You know, we had all those lockdowns. People were, here's the iPad kids, knock yourself out, you know, homeschooling and all that. The the constant digital use, uh, where did I get this one from? Somewhere. Um, shrinks areas of the brain responsible for speech, memory, emotion, empathy, concentration and impulse control. So, you know, those algorithms are designed to suck you in. Our kids are on there just scrolling around and that's what it's doing to them. So read those um, traits out again. Suppresses. Uh, Shrinks areas of the brain responsible for speech, memory, emotion, empathy, concentration and impulse control. So So it basically makes you autistic. (laughs) Yeah, making some robots. Yeah, well... um, and it's addictive. It was actually from the book. It was called a. It was a book. How the news makes us dumb by John C. Somerville, but it also talks about you know the kids' use you know, leading to depression, anxiety, ADHD, that increased level of expectation. They're seeing all these people, even kids, doing silly dances. Like oh, I can't dance as well as that. I don't look like that. They're getting that at a really young age, you know, and. And like you say, kids kids see everything as every, – I look at this person I follow. Look at what they're doing. The, everything is everything is sunny. Everything's rosy. Look, oh, yeah. look, it's – they're at the beach. They're doing this. Why doing is my this life crazy. so shit? Why do I feel bad or why <laughs> yeah, do I, you know? I'm just sitting in my basement looking at my phone. Yeah. And they're, they're having a lot of kids struggling with not being perfect because they're seeing all this mm. stuff and it was just amplified during that, that COVID period. <clears throat> and I understand it. Look. You locked down. It was difficult, but but then how do you how do you break that cycle of kids? Um, I saw it with my kids. Like if, if if they were on the device and you took it off them, it was like you took their drug off them. Mm. 
and they were depressed and I'm bored. I can't do anything. They couldn't. They couldn't. Um, they couldn't come up with their own free play anymore. It's and it was creativity just creativity. Yeah, uh, it was causes, all, isn't it? The only thing that they could do, or the only thing that they relied on, was this device to give them dopamine. A, a, yeah, and and they couldn't. They couldn't be creative. They couldn't make their own games. They didn't go out and at a park across the road. They they used to just go out there all the time, play these games, and build gubbies and climb trees and play in nature. And now they were stuck with this device, and we just had mm. to go. Well, this is we got to get rid of this thing. Yeah, we got to limit it. You got to have. And did they go back to playing at the park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just think once that once that sucker has wrapped its, wrapped its uh, tentacles around the victim, yeah. I reckon they they're gone. We we had to put some things in place, mm. and we we might have, I might have talked about it before. We but we drew up a contract yeah, for our daughter yeah. and said, "This is you got to follow this, and if you don't, it's it's banned. You know, you can't take it in your room. You can't, you know, we're not letting you have any apps on it. You know, you've just got to that's as a phone. You know, you're just using it for phone calls and yeah. yeah so, but it's re- it's really hard. And how I do think you, uh, kids don't realize the uh, the impacts long term of them posting yeah. shit on on social media yeah that they don't realize that in prospective employees employers will look on their social media uh, of all candidates going for a job and see what sort of person that 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 person mm. is yeah. via their social media posts and yeah. communications on that mm-hmm. um because whatever they post on there, most occasionally, like you said before, Smitty, it's there forever. You yeah. know? Well, if someone, if if it's like a Snapchat thing, which I don't even use, but I believe that those posts on Snapchat uh, disappear after a few minutes or whatever. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, but people still take screenshots of of course of yeah. the post, and it's there forever. So that screenshot is then downloaded onto another platform, mm. and it's there forever. Oh, you yeah, know? So um, yeah, yeah. So kids don't realise that that impact. Yeah, mm. the the American Academy of Pediatrics found this is not even COVID. This is before COVID. That kids were spending four minutes a day outside. Wow, six and a half hours watching TV, video games, or the computer. Jesus. America, yeah. but four minutes a day. Oh, mate, I, I I I can understand. I don't reckon there's days that my my daughter goes outside. Yeah, right. Mm. And we get outside, get some sun. Yeah. You know, but she'll be in a room on a device, yeah. social media, or watching some bullshit on Netflix or something like that, you know? Yeah. We, we, yeah, we. I guess we need to advocate for outside play. And yeah, I mean, that's on us as that. a society, isn't yeah. it? If, if society is letting children do that, children don't have the sort of emotional um, intelligence or apparatus to realise that that's a problem. Mm. So... Yeah. Did I have the same thing in the sixties and the seventies when TV came out and you know color TV and kids are watching too much telly? Like, mm. yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe not to the yeah. same extent because this is just more sort of like all encompassing, yeah, and, um, more interesting. Yeah, well, I guess if a show came on you didn't like it, yeah, exactly. you're out. You know, mm. you'd be like, oh, I fucking missed it. I hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> mash again. <laughs> <laughs> if I see one more bloody mash episode, I'm gonna lose my mind. Uh, yeah. oh, classics, man. That's yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, they were. Um, yeah, it's interesting though because social media has a lot of good applications. Definitely, as well. yeah. It's not, it's not all negative. No, and, and I think the world would be a poorer place if there was no social media. Yeah. I just don't think we've worked out as a, as a society now how to actually um, make a good version of it. Yeah, or no, we probably have, or we're probably on the way, but I don't think it's uh, hit the mainstream yet. And I think we've got a lot of legacy use of you know your Facebooks and that sort of thing yeah. because um, yeah. because they were basically the first to market. But yeah, and I think the horse has bolted. I reckon it's. I, I hope not, mate, because I reckon it's too late. Social media is a really powerful tool. Yeah, well, the whole and technology it can, thing it can is bring isn't it? Uh, people together, and it can give you information. Like, I mean, we now, like more broadly, the internet, we've got basically the entire collection of all the world's libraries at our fingertips in one second on your phone. Mm. That's a pretty cool thing to have. Yeah, yeah. we do have, uh, you know, access to science if you know how to look for it and you know how to look for papers and things like that. I think uh, there's some interesting projects now, like social media projects, where the the application itself is um, decentralised and isn't controlled by anyone. It's actually controlled by the users. Yeah. Um, so is that like that's, Brave? No, more like um, man, I don't have any names off the top of my head, but more things that will rival your um, your, your Twitters, your Facebooks, things like that. Right. And the whole concept is that it's a 
it's a decentralized uh, platform, so it's not controlled by one central Facebook headquarters and to the point where it's not even owned by one entity. And there's things like, uh, so if you go on uh, Facebook now, like we've discussed, all your photos, all your content you put up essentially doesn't belong to you anymore. It lives on Facebook and they own that content. It's that old saying like, if you're getting a service for nothing, you are the product. Well, you're the product on Facebook. Like if everyone stops putting content onto Facebook, it doesn't exist, right? Well, the new um, concept behind these uh, decentralized social media platforms is that you own your content forever. It's yours. And if you choose to pick up and leave that um, particular application because you don't like it, you can pick up all your information and content and take it with you and that remains your property. Yeah, right. So I think there's some good ways to do it. Yep. And then and then you can solve those issues around censorship. Well, if it's decentralized, you can't censor. So they'll come up with issues like, uh, okay, people start putting up, I don't know, bloody images of murder or child porn or things that people don't want to see. And they're going to come up with those um, challenges where someone will have to be able to moderate that. But I think there's definitely a lot better ways to do it where it can be like a really useful tool. Yeah, I just don't think we've – I don't know if we've got the willpower as a as – a, um, global community to, to get there and actually start using those and making them successful yeah i, I would say mate that i reckon um users in the general public would mm. but i just think uh, your nefarious or agencies and government organizations and stuff see it as such a, a weapon a tool to be weaponized yep. to control manipulate and 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 doing the you know negative type things uh with yep. using it I, I, d- I agree with you i think that most people would love that that type of social media that they control their content and yep. whatever they post is there is is their own that they own it yes but uh, yeah just on the on being the devil's advocate i just think that once you've got such a a powerful uh what do you call it a powerful uh, tool that can be used Mm. negatively and I think you'll always have those I think you'll always have them but hopefully their influence is a little bit less yeah well I look at things like uh like we spoke about Matt Taibbi the independent journalist yeah um he's got a, a feed on um, Substack yeah you know which he controls and if people want they can choose to go and get information from him and yeah they can sort of trust that that's probably more from verified sources and he's sort of less less corrupted yeah so I think there's like good ways to use um social media and it can be quite um yeah, Substack's become Quite beneficial. Become really popular, hasn't it? For yeah. those people that have been censored, mm-hmm. those professionals and qualified people that have been censored off my mainstream platforms. Yeah, they've gone on. You Substack. look at uh, like the video streaming services like YouTube. They've obviously got big censorship things, and you might find it very hard. <coughs> excuse me to find um, I don't know, a video of like uh, Dr. McCullough or Dr. McCullough or uh, people like that, Robert Malone. But then you can go on alternatives like Rumble and things like that, and they have yeah. like a you know less censorship around that. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I think there's alternatives, and I think it can be um, positive. Yeah, I think we've definitely got work to do around like how children interact with it, and like what they're going to get exposed to, and things like that. But yeah. I, I wouldn't want to see a world where it all completely disappears. I'd just like to see a world where we can tweak it and uh, make it more uh, decentralized and less censored. Yeah, because bad ideas will always fail. Yeah, like I mean, if you don't censor, um, and someone puts up this ridiculous shit idea scientific or otherwise people are going to pick it apart just by their human nature like if you've got if you've done some terrible science put it up and the world's full of really clever people they'll pick it apart and they'll be like well your methodology shit and this is shit and that shit but if we just got this like one-sided thing where this is the narrative you've got to believe it it's like well i don't believe you because i haven't seen the other side of the argument i'm not allowed to argue it i'm not allowed to see the data behind it i just got to believe it that's not human nature. Mate, and that's so that's so evident, I think, in cl- with climate change. Yeah. So people that may um, uh, steer away from the narrative of climate change and the world's going to end in 100 years, they're, they're censored. So any any sort of um, university lecturer or, or high academic person in physics and uh, or, or, or weather patterns or whatever, if they come out and speak out against it, they they are deplatformed, or they they can't even get funding at their university. So, yep. so why then? So you're never going to hear that voice. You're no. only going to hear the voice of the 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 university lecturer or academic that gets the funding mm-hmm. because he's saying what wants to be heard by certain uh, higher ups that want to run a particular narrative. Mm-hmm. So we'll never hear that other side of the thing. No, but if you did, 
I think it would give people more um, sort of like confidence in the process. Like, don't censor scientists. Let yeah. the crazy scientists have their say. Yeah. And read what they've got to say. And, you know, if you've got a any level of intelligence, you go, oh, either this guy's a crackpot or he's not, or he's done good science or he's done bad science. Yeah. Or other, other scientists will... Um, other scientists will then break down what they've said. Hundred like, percent. Yeah, that's what science is about. Yeah, it's all about debate and. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because next week we're going to talk about um, climate. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm keen to dig our teeth into that and have oh, a bit, of a, that's a, a bit uh, of a powwow oof. about it. None of us really have a background in uh, climate science, but no. we're going to give our own take on. Yeah, where's that going to go? The state of play. Yeah, yeah, going to have to get into a bit of research on that one. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 But yeah, mate. The, uh, and it's also just um, interesting that we're talking about social media today. Old uh, Tucker Carlson left um, Fox Fox News uh, the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that'd be interesting. Whether he was well, sacked or left, whether he left, left or, or whether it was a, leave, yeah. a, um, a, a a bipartisan sort of agreement to leave. It was interesting. His quote that he left. I'll read out his quote. Uh, and when he says "there," he's referring to media agencies. Their job is not to inform you. They are working for the small group of people who actually run the world. Yeah. <laughs> I found that a quite an interesting quote. I reckon we should just about wind up on that. That's a good, that's a good point to, <laughs> for people to think about. Definitely. As they uh, consume their information yeah. that they're fed. Yeah. All right. Well, um, good one. I'm going to take my phone and... Throw it in a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go and check all my Instagram posts that I've missed while we've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff alright good, good work fellas until next time yeah okay, let's see up. you then see you next week get your air guitars ready <laughs>